Is anybody drinking anything? Just finished um, the goza, the cucumber melon goza from Hoppensting Apple Boogie. Okay. Okay, this thing is acting so weird. It's not even letting me um, invite anybody else. That's strange. Um, okay. Angie, I've gone through and invited some people. Okay. Let's see here. And if I don't, if I if you didn't get an invite with me, um, just let me know and I'll just raise your hand. Do they even have that option again? Put it in the chat if you don't, if I didn't send your request. Okay. Um, just finished talking to my therapist. Yay. Because I had a panic attack at work. So it just keeps, it just keeps on. The hints just keep on coming. So, and then I mean, my uh, Belgian wit that I love from Siren Rock. And I do have an agenda because I wanted to make sure that um, I hit everything and talk about everything. Um, and make sure that um, everyone has an ample say. So, <clears throat> all right. All right, it is 7.05. So, good evening, everyone. Thank you for coming to Being Black and Craft, where our mantra is, we don't apologize for recognizing our influence on craft beer. My name is Angie, the Undeniable Vixen. I'm your moderator tonight. And um, this is a topic that I wasn't expecting to talk about uh, in this way, because uh, there's a lot of things that have transpired. So I, I will try to give this disclaimer up front. And I'm going to try to remember to say it again throughout. These are my personal thoughts. Um, we'll be, I'll probably be saying some allegedly a lot because I may not have all the um, background to it, but um, really just talk about my experience and hopefully others who have went to CBC recently or previously their experience um and as you may know if you have been looking at uh being black and crafts their ig i went there as media uh i'm going to cbc and this was october rl in real life tour the search for the for diversity so um really what i was expecting was um because i was also going in the realm of under thrive sunday which was a pre you know an additional fee that you had to pay um that i went with pink boots uh because i am co-chair for deij so the thrive track is um, Dr. J's, I guess you would say her baby, as far as um, giving some ex ex um, some light to the DEI initiatives and things that can be uh, worked on, things that could be um, maybe you didn't know about or looking at some different options, okay? And Initially, what I was saying to myself was, and I think I mentioned this to um, 
to Ashley that I did not feel like I got enough DEIJ. <clears throat> but after I went and looked at the different things, I have to I repeat what I said, Ashley. I did see some. DEIJ. I'm glad that you brought that point up. Yeah, I appreciate that. Because, I mean, the yeah. content is there, but it's very much set up in a way where you can focus on the things that are important to you during that time. So, um, it wasn't necessarily on that Sunday. The things that I saw were on Tuesday that I really like, oh, this was something I was interested in. And, of course, you had to... some. You had to choose because some things were at the same time. So um, what I ended up doing was making a choice of what I was going to go to because if you did go to CDC, they had a great app and you could see PDFs of um, of what the, what the topic was going to be and more information kind of kind of help you decide on which one you want to do. And there's also supposed to be like uh, replays, right, Ashley? Will they have, we're going to have access to see things? Uh, if you're a BA member, yes. Okay, okay. So, um, did that. And so, one Dr. J kicked it off with, are you okay navigating burnout, which was great. Um, and I forgot her colleague. Uh, they did like a tag team. And with that set up, defining what is burnout, defining some different issues that you may not necessarily categorize, but you know that they are something that affects you or affects someone else and how to navigate it. Great. And then I went to, I guess this is what I was thinking that wasn't necessarily DEI, but it was good information for like the power of coaching. Um, he talked more about the benefit of having a coach, um, not necessarily the coaching aspect to kind of help, but he was a very, very good person to talk about getting a coach and having someone. Um, Ashley, was there, or, or Rob, because you were there, was there any other uh, seminars that you felt were interesting to you that you got to catch during uh, CBC? I'm I'm just going to clarify your question. Are you talking about in general or in relation? In to general. No, in general. In okay. general. Yeah, yeah, I think the um, beer and origins of civilization was really, really interesting. Um, the, I mean, just straight out the gate, he caught everybody's attention by basically saying all humans are wired for three things. That's sex, Twinkies, and tequila. So we were hooked <laughs> from the beginning. But he made a really interesting argument towards how vital beer has been, not only from the standpoint of societies forming and settling and agriculture and all that jazz, but just really how it is that glue that holds so much of society together. But I think that was probably one of my favorites. Disability. Yeah, that, that was the one I was going to say too. So, okay, okay, that's one that I did. I was very interested in, um, but I chose. So, that was pretty much Sunday. Sunday was really, really fast and uh, very in depth as far as um, seminars, and I we left early because we had to go and, um, you know, get settled. So the next day, Monday, um, we had like a keynote speaker and he talked about, um, the I guess he was the economic CEO or CFO 
of VA. And the thing that caught my attention was his, basically his mic drop was BIWOC is the upcoming trend. You need to pay attention to BIWOC for craft beer. They're drinking it. They're enjoying it. It's incredible. Blah, blah, blah. That was the last slide that he talked. He talked about a whole lot of stuff, but that was the last slide. And as, as I looked over to the person to my right, uh, who is of Latin descent, and we're both looking at each other and kind of rolling our eyes, like, we've we been told y'all that. But y'all didn't know that. So, okay. So that also made me think, okay, so if you have that information in your pocket, you this is how you feel. I didn't see enough outside of Thrive where I'm seeing folks um, and outside of, um, you know, Marcus, because I know everyone saw um, the uh, NBA2 uh, and them doing a lot of great things. Outside of that, I didn't see a lot of things going on and there was missed opportunities for them to explore that big trend that they're seeing because he's basically telling all these breweries, you're leaving money on the table because you are not addressing these uh, BIWOC, uh, that BIWOC audience. Which and, if I can just quickly interject, that yes. was one of the things that me and Trey presented on two years ago. So mm -hmm. it's not like this revelation. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's great that somebody in the capacity of representing the BA has vocalized it, but that's not the first time that content has been put out there. And I haven't been and I knew that. And I was just like, okay, so what possibly gave you this epiphany, but how are you using, harnessing that information even two years later? Why did you not go back to the well or even try? Because I'm looking at this audience right now of BIWOC craft beer professional people that could have easily stepped into and did something that would be essential and helpful to you know to helping that demographic so and getting them into their breweries but okay so um someone also mentioned after that after that keynote speech the next like big seminar was three, you know, white guys talking about how to grow their business and what the trends were. So it was kind of like an offset of basically what was just said within 30 minutes prior to. Okay. So, um, the, I guess, here's my disclaimer again. Um, these are my feelings, what I, what I, what I took away. So y'all may not know, but there was a seminar that was on Sunday and it was called, um, privilege, privilege as your leadership superpower. Sorry, Angie, what day? I don't think that was on Sunday. No, I'm sorry. On Monday. On Monday. Yeah, I've I've done, I've 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 gone with Sunday. Sunday is over, so I'm talking about Monday because that's when the keynote speaker. And right after that, um, later in the day was the privilege is your um, leadership superpower on Monday. So let me clarify. And in that same room, if you think about the keynote speaker, that's what everybody. It's like probably like five or six rooms all in one. Most of the um, the rooms for CBC, especially on the 100s of the lower floors, were at capacity. Uh, people are standing on the door, you know, on the doors, or sitting down on the floor because this, these are hot items. This particular item was in that big room. 
her room was way too big. And she not only called out the four BIPOC people that were in the audience, she also made it very cringy for a lot of people that were in the audience. Um, for instance, she wanted to drill into people that white men are the reason why things are not going right because they make all the rules and they do all the things. But there was no implications of also there's white women. She made no, she completely moved herself away from this and totally blamed the reason for any injustices being placed on white men's shoulders and did not take any um, agency to it. As well as degrading some people um, that had just won awards. And the last thing that was really strange to me was because she was in such a big room, she continuously said, because she wanted to be interactive, she continuously told us that, oh, I guess we're in COVID times because we just, I want y'all to kind of talk to each other, but y'all won't get next to each other. Well, it's a it's a huge room. It's like a room of maybe I'm gonna be really generous and say fifty in a thousand seat room. Where did what else did you want us to do? But it just it seemed like she was very tone deaf with the room, and she continuously mentioned that um she she was basically saying so who who did this say it with me white men and there's nothing but as i said before bipoc people and one left early that was it so um if you probably know but probably knowing that that is when um just to tell you, Ren was in that room. And it was a lot. It was, you know, for someone that is an empath, that does this work for a living, for a profession, and for someone to tell me, because I talked to her afterwards at a uh, social gathering that we were having, I think, at Pink Boots. She's like, she told me that you cannot tell you cannot say that you are a dei um professional you're lying to yourself she's like i'm i'm an expert you can't call yourself an expert but yet and still that's what her credentials were is an oxymoron so it just escalated from there along with our um our queer uh brothers and sisters and it was already kind of a a hotbed i guess to be in tennessee already but i don't want this and i guess i didn't mean to say i forgot to say this I, this is not a blasting out session at, by no means because I had some amazing times. This was just one of the things out of everything. And I do want to mention that, which was being a part of um, the National Black Brewers Association, their bottle share. Amazing. We had a wonderful time um, seeing people that you know, seeing new, meeting new people. Um, as well as our opening reception. That was amazing. We also went to um, Beers for Everyone, Lindsay. She had a queer pride night in Tennessee, sold out. They uh, went to go and get a shirt and she's like, I don't have any more. Amazing time. 
they did arm wrestling, uh, arm wrestling contest to support abortion care in Tennessee. Um, and then when we were at CDC, we also did hygiene packs where we just like, you know, if you had an hour, if you had 30 minutes, go and put up a couple of packs. I show Ashley how I've been doing this since birth and was doing five at the time when they was doing one. It's just like, come on. But, hey, hey, don't call me out like that. But that's that's what we did. That's those were the things, those were the side quests that made CDC worthwhile to me. Um but any thoughts that any um Ashley or Rob, I'm trying to see anybody else. Jen, I know that you were there for like a hot minute. Was there any any takeaways that you had? I'm gonna invite you. Yeah, I was there. So I was there for the hey everybody, good evening. This is Jen Price from Atlanta, hey. crafted for action. Um Angie's right. I arrived. I was supposed to come on Sunday, but had car trouble. So I ended up arriving on Monday um, and I only had a day pass to attend. So I was going really because I wanted to, again, just witness the NB, the National Black Brewers Association um, in their inaugural, you know, debut in front of the community. So I did get a chance to 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 go to that. But by the time I arrived, it was um, about halfway throughout the first day. Um, as Angie mentioned, sessions were packed, especially on that main floor. So I didn't, every session I tried to go to was um, at capacity by the time I made it. So I ended up just hanging out in the exhibit hall. And um, I, I will say this is my first time going to CBC and my first time being um, at a national beer uh, event um, of this magnitude. and. Um, it was very overwhelming to me. Um, I think in Atlanta, we are definitely, and in, in a lot of these black Southern cities or Southern cities that have a big black population, we're like in, in a bubble, to be honest with you. Um, I have been to plenty of breweries in Atlanta that, you know, are definitely majority white, um, attendants at those breweries, but I've always at least seen a few black people in them, but this is the first time I've been around, honestly, this many white people in beer and it really um it was jarring if i can be totally frank on this call um it really kind of reminded me of the need for dei but it also reminded me of why it is such an uphill battle and that's because there are so few of us in this space period and then fewer of us that can go to a conference and be there and be present and and show up and it's even then it is like a a drop in the bucket like i immediately felt no one made me feel unwelcome but i did not feel like i belong there and I, I just fell out of place and i was only there for eight hours and i was excited to leave um and and, and i didn't even get to participate in any of the content so i don't know you know how that went but just as as someone who's never attended before and who's in this space and who's you know, trying to do events and trying to make places where everyone feels welcome. I, I just, I left saying to myself, like, I don't even know if these are my people. Like, I don't know if beer people are, if this is beer, I don't know if I even belong um, in, in craft beer because that that's literally how out of place I felt um, being there. And uh, I don't know, like I, first time I probably could, I'd be okay with if I never had to go back to be, to be totally honest. And I'm not, I hope I'm not sounding negative or disparaging, but just personally, like, that's just how I felt. I just didn't feel, it, it didn't feel, didn't feel good to me. And I was just there for a very short period of time, but I was so happy to have been there to see the bottle share and the national black brewers association kick off. I think that was definitely the highlight of a lot of people's, attendance and to, you know, to meet people who I've only known on Instagram um, was beautiful. Jen, did you get a chance to interact with the National Honey Board or Abstracts Tech I, while you were there at the expo? I did not. I went over, well, I did. I went over to Abstracts. I don't think Penn was there when I walked up and I did not 
get to find Jasmine. In fact, when I emailed Jasmine, it was on Sunday and I told her I didn't think I was going to make it from the honey board because my car was acting up. So I, w- I didn't even know I was coming. I made like a last minute decision to come on on that Monday. I don't think I left Atlanta till about 10 o'clock or 11. Um, so I did not. I did not get to. I didn't find either of them. But I did see abstracts. In fact, I think Andrea and I were over there at the same time. I did see abstracts hospitality suite. I did not find the honey board when I was there. Well, um, Jen, I do not apologize for speaking your your truth and what you know how you felt um, while you were there. One other thing, I guess, well, let me also ask, um, because Trey and Rodney and Rob, Ashley, y'all are here. What what were your thoughts as far as overall um, how you felt about CBC? You're talking about this year's staging? Yes. Compare and you can and if you have a comparison that you can let let us leverage on, that'd be great. Yeah. Um I'm being very intentional with what I say because as you all know, I wear a lot of hats. Um, everybody's experience is different and I'm not gonna discount anybody's experience, but for me, when you look statistically, we all know this is what we get together every Monday to bellyache and commiserate about. We know we don't have the numbers. So I'm not expecting to see more than two, three, maybe 4% of us anyway, because we know those are the industry standards, right? So for me, that's not what I'm focused on. What I'm focused on every time I'm either at CBC or the California's Craft Brewers Summit or craft beer professionals, it's about obtaining information, developing relationships, and how I can bring that home to us, right? So that's my mindset. And I think Angie, maybe you, Debbie for sure, like when I go to an expo, it's speed dating. I don't need to stop and talk to everybody. I'm very intentional about who has what I need. Let me get your information and come back and circle back. So I think my approach is very, very different from the average person's. And for sure, you know, there are going to be people who, let's just keep it honest. If you were not the stereotypical brewery owner and you were at the craft brewers conference, if you don't fit that mold, you know, you're going to either have to be very assertive, which I don't have a problem doing because I need what the fuck I need. I don't care if you think I need it or not. Right. Or that's where you leverage your existing relationships with other people. And should we have to do that? No. But for me, that's just the reality of it. And that's a choice that I have to make on how I'm going to approach those situations. And it's not just, quote unquote, the status quo. I think the most jarring experience I had was an encounter that I had with an African-American woman who happens to work for the U.S. Department of Ag. And her whole job is to give breweries money to go and compete in foreign markets. And after five minutes of trying to explain to her what the Black Brewers Association is doing, what Pink Boots is doing, what Lifting Lucy is doing, I finally just got to the point point. I said, oh, you just don't want to talk to me. That's cool. You could just say that. And once I said mm-hmm. that to her, because mm-hmm. my naivety and thinking, oh my gosh, here's a woman of color that has access to information and resources that we all need. That was my bad for assuming that love and energy and inclusivity that I carry everywhere that I go and the people in my little crew carry with us. That was my bad for making that assumption just because me and that woman shared something in common. So I think there's assholes everywhere. I think it's very easy to go into certain situations feeling a sense of otherness and letting that overwhelm you. or you can use that otherness to your advantage, right? So again, this is only my experience. Uh, I think the community project was very successful, probably a little less successful or a little more less engagement as the one that we had in Minneapolis. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that 
the vice president of diversity for United Way, who we were doing this project for, was our keynote speaker and got everybody riled up. And again, Angie, I, I appreciate you for clarifying that Thrive is not prescriptive outside of a few sessions. There's content for attendees to pick and choose what's mm -hmm. going to be most you know, pertinent and applicable to them. Um, yeah, with, without really kicking any hornet's nest, you know, we all know there's things going on in Nashville, but there's things going on everywhere. And mm -hmm. for me, I don't think boycotting or encouraging people not to attend is the approach for me considering I know people that do this work that I do day in, day out, that are giving our all to not only make sure we have a space in this community, but our people have a space in this community. I think it's very disrespectful and very dismissive to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But again, that's okay. just me. Because oh, hold on, hold on, that's that, hold on. I want you to put a pin in that because I am gonna uh, circle back to this point but before i, I want to make sure that people are aware so if you haven't between ren navarro beer diversity she's put, put out a statement on her ig lady justice has also put a statement out on their ig um beers for everyone has a petition and annette from for mentor she has something on her personal page that speaks to um Bi BIPOC women, our queer community, as far as the umbrella, that just, you know, overall arching talks about Tennessee and the different things that are going on. That's why I mentioned the different things as far as like the Pride Night and the abortion care that the, for the arm wrestling to give proceeds to that. So if you haven't seen that, please feel free to go and look at their IGs and see what their statements are. But then maybe like a day because Ren left by that next day. She was like, I got to get home. I can't be here. This is too much. It's it's just too much. And she went home to Canada. Um, she was able to get some funds together to get her back to Canada. And she talked about that on her IG. But then I I could swear that the day, the next very day, I'm scrolling, minding my business, loving Jesus like I do, and I look at this black shirt that says, fuck craft beer. I'm like, now hold on, wait a minute. Fuck craft beer. And I'm looking at who did this. And I see it's Rat Magnet, who is also the young lady that started, um, the Me Too, as far as it being publicized and taking on its own thing. I know that we have all, um, there have been plenty others that have, that have spoken, but for whatever reason, her sharing other people's stories um, made headlines. And you take that for which, for what you will. So all of a sudden we have this fuck crap fear uh, shirt that proceeds are supposed to go to Ren um, to help her with costs, and I I have no idea if that's something that Ren asked for. She has any idea that it happened or anything. Um, but to Ashley's point, we can't just throw it all away, especially us, because we are just getting our feet wet in this game for you to say fuck it all whoa wait 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 so that made me think about okay and people who've been to cbc or have have heard things about cbc have you ever seen the ba speak out on anything socially any social aspects because y'all were just in minneapolis the year before george floyd right and there was no there was 
there was not this level of uproar, not even close. I know I mm-hmm. went twice um, to pay my respects and once was with the board of Pink Boots. There was no call to action. No, this is how you can support the community. If you are concerned, here's a petition. You could, there was none of that. None of that. Everybody went, had a great time. And then as soon as they heard we had gone or saw our pictures, and when I say we, I'm referring to Pink Boots and some of us in Lifting Lucy went back again later. Then it was like, oh, somebody should have coordinated that. Which in, in hindsight, yeah, that would be lovely. But if this shit is important to you, you make it happen regardless. And the other mm-hmm. thing I would like to point out is a lot of people don't realize when you are running either a trade organization, a nonprofit, you are legally limited to what you can do based on what the scope of your mission is. Pink Boots is not an advocacy organization. The Brewers Association is not a advocacy organization so it's yes we would love all these people to do all these lovely things but as jerry pointed out like you got to look at what your expectations are for these organizations and if your expectations do not fit within the scope and the legal capacity in which they can function you need to start your own and i'm not saying that to be an asshole because that's exactly what i did exactly i'm just i and 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 again i as you, I do not want to discount anybody how they felt, but I'm just thinking we. I don't remember VA saying anything about y'all know how tumultuous things have been within the last ten years. Insane. I never, I never saw that outcry and outrage, but I do see who's in the forefront that is making this outcry and it makes me think hmm because Ren was the person that was that had the interaction Ren was the person that was in that room along with you know some other folks but these this whole like whirlwind is like taking a life of its own and I just wondered how how people felt about it, especially people who weren't there and like, what was going on? What happened? And I, I can't I can't really say because when we got there, someone immediately when we got walked into the place, me and Ashley were walking, someone stopped us. I had been asked, did I work there? Um, there's a whole. I, I didn't mean, have that experience. Hold, I just want to clarify. I I didn't have that experience. And when you say somebody stopped us, what are you what are you referring to, Angie? I mean, remember when you mean we the were lady walking, who you? was the greeter at the door? No, was it you? It was somebody I was with, and they stopped us. Like, where's your badge? Where's your stuff? Yeah, that wasn't me. Okay, well, it was somebody that I was with, and it was like, where's your stuff? Um, it wasn't you. It was Trey. I was with Trey. That's who I was with. Um, because I had, we had your badge. But yeah, I was asked if I worked there. Um, which, you know, after so many times of being places, I don't care if I was, I'm dressed to the nines or dressed like, you know, just, you know, bumming around. It never, it, it doesn't fail. It's just like I'm I'm in need of service and you look like someone that's going to help me. Um so I I don't I don't know I, what, what what's supposed to happen. I'm sorry, Angie, I'm a little lost with with you sharing that example. Are you putting that out there to make a point of the conference yeah, not I'm, being inclusive or what no as far as there's things that happen to me day by day, and I don't necessarily need, um, I guess I'm not looking for the BA to make a statement about how my my personal experience, if that really affected me in a, har- in a harmful way, or if I didn't feel 
safe or if I felt like something was going to happen to me. And I'm wondering if with the different, the, the campaigns that are going out right now, um, how likely do you think that they'll do anything? I'm I'm sorry. I think I have to ask a clarifying question. When you're saying okay. do anything, what are you? What do you mean? By so that? do anything as far as and like would... make a statement, like make a make a general statement. We we are the BA know what's going on in Tennessee. We know that there are some things that um where people felt unsafe. We know that um that you know this particular seminar was was a hotbed of controversy and we apologize we will try to do better is that really feasible for the so so mm -hmm. you cut out a little bit just to make sure that I'm clear. Yeah, your, um, ask, your, your ask is, do you think the campaigns that have been launched since CBC started last week are going to shift the mindset and the actions of the Brewers Association going forward? Is that your question? Yes, that is my question. And I'm not talking in code. I got I got a phone call and then somebody texted me. I'm not talking in code. This is um it's it's I'm not talking. I'm not talking in code. I'm I'm talking basic facts, and that's why I'm saying again to um, if you want to get more clarity, to look at those different IGs who put out statements, which is Lady Justice, Ren with Beer Diversity, and Beers for Everyone. She has a campaign for a petition for um, uh, the BA. And I think you'll, I mean, even if they do say they do make an apology, would it, I don't know if it would be like, it's like it would be hollow because you've pressured me into doing it. I don't think it would be very genuine. Do you? If someone made, made, made a petition for you to make a, make a statement and they give you a statement, do you think it would be true? Rodney, you have a, go ahead. No, I wanted to share my, um, I wanted to share my experience um, before, before we go on and it will kind of, um, um, I think it'll help this. It'll, 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 it'll definitely, um, it was enlightening for me to be there. And then after um, see what happened, um, because I was oblivious to 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 that, to be honest, right? Um, when I got there, my whole my whole premise um, was to go there and manifest a job. Like that was my focus. Like I was focused on networking and stuff like that. So um, I was looking at everything, you know, totally from different eyes. But I know that um, I know what I was expecting when I got there. Um, the Brewers Association is, they represent the 98%. <laughs> so for me to get there and think I was going to see a lot of black people, <laughs> besides the work, besides the people that were working there, you know, I, I knew what to expect, you know. Um, that's who they behold to. They behold to the 98%. And so, but when I got there, um, going to the seminars with you, Angie, Ashley, um, Rob, um, yeah, just hanging out with y'all, Trey, um, getting to hang out with y'all, going to different seminars and everything. Um, my experience was, um, it was looking at, looking at um, the class, hey, um, having us do our goals and everything, what we expected to achieve from there. Hey, I manifested everything and it happened. But with that being said, um, having the guy having a white guy try to tell us about diversity and how we can um, be inclusive. That was kind of like, really? Like you, you, 
how are you going to come to us? Oh, cause you, I'm not, I'm not downplaying what I'm about to say. Um, um, he said he had suicidal thoughts and, and for, that was kind of like his way to get on our level of being black or being, um, I took it as being, um, diverse, uh, diversifying the craft beer industry. And that, that blew my mind. Like how, why isn't it, um, why isn't it us up there talking, um, talking about DNI? I mean, I, that it was either a white man or a white woman that was up there telling us about um, what diversity is to us. That's um, that's why I um, that's why I'm doing everything I'm doing. I know this is a side note. That's why I'm in school right now in the Brewers Association. Or that's why I'm in school at um, at Sacred Heart. You know, because I know if I want to be that change, that change. I have to do what I have to do, you know, and I get that from Jen, from Ashley, from Trey, from Angie, Kendrick, every single one of y'all in here, Mike, I mean, everybody in here. So, so like I said, the experience I had at the VA, at CBC was off the chain. It was off the chain for me. I got to meet so many of the people that I, that I only see and hear about. I had a blast. I had a blast, but now that fast forward, now that I'm home, um, I feel um, I feel kind of like, oh man, that's fucked up. Like all this stuff was going on, and I was kind of oblivious to it, right? But um, but I think it's um, I knew what to expect. Um, I didn't go there. I knew this, it was going to be the ninety eight represent the ninety eight percent representation, and and I'm from Texas, so. I mean, usually whenever I go into a brewery, I'm the only black guy, uh, you know, so and being up here in school in Connecticut, it feels no different. So for me to go to CBC, I know that um, I have the ability to um, to to bring everybody together. You know, first of all, my my most um, my focus is my people, first of all, but I have the ability to bring all people together. So um, just having the opportunity to hang out with my mentors um, at the BA, um, hang out with my mentee. That was, um, I had a great time. And so what I manifested came true and I can't, I can't speak to, um, any, any, um, you know, except walking on the street. I didn't feel the love. I didn't feel the love there, but I didn't expect that. So even on the street, I would force that, you know, get people to kind of break out of their shell. So, it was, um, yeah, I went there with a totally different, with a totally different um, experience, but I do want to thank um, Trey. She pulled me to the side and um, just got my mind right really quick while I was there. And um, that really helped me. And um, definitely, definitely thank you for that. Um, but yeah, that was my experience that I had. But now fast forward that I'm home, it's kind of like, that's really, that really is fucked up that um that that happened to Ren. Um but at the end of the day, I'm black every day. Right. Like I can't I can't turn it off. You know, so I know what it is to be um underrepresented in the industry. So me, I understand. So I'm gonna do what I have to do in order to get there. You know, um I can't, you know, yeah, that that's that's me. That's and that's what I'm putting forward. That's that's the plan for me. If I have to make that change, then it's gonna be me. So definitely, um, y'all, it was a pleasure meeting every single one of y'all that I got to meet. I can't wait to post the videos. I had a great time with y'all. I love y'all all. I love you too, man. Thank you, Rodney. Trey, what did you have anything? Um to add to what you your question that you had in the chat? Not really, just kind of like Rodney. Um, okay. I think everyone's saying the same thing in a, in a sense. Um, you know, it's where our expectations were. And, you know, everyone has different experiences. I'm privileged enough to have went before. And so with Lifting Lucy, that's why we continue to go because we know that there are going to be uh, black and brown women there who are going to feel out of place or overwhelmed. And so we're there to walk with them hand in hand. We got the bat signal, we got our texts, you know, we're checking in with them. 
if they need anything, we're there for them. So their experience is going to be a little different, perhaps, than others. Um, and again, like, <laughs> I have these experiences all the time. I've been to places where there's Confederate flags waving. There's no outrage. Um, we've already mentioned, you know, going to Minnesota, there was no outrage. Um, and so now that we're at a point where we have these fuck craft beer shirts, again, I really am okay with the, the, the campaign, just not the title and that merch, because we have people on the outside. And if they don't know the context of what happened, we have Carl right now on the line who has grinded his ass off, has his son in there in his craft brewery, you know? So I just, I'm a little concerned what the general public may think of that and how that can affect the brown and black people that have came so far at this point. Cause let's keep it real, two years ago, it wasn't popping off at, at even a little bit. And so, you know, we got craft beer con coming up. So when we're saying fuck craft beer, what are we really saying to the general public? Um, that, that's the only concern I have. You know, um, Angie, um, I would I do want to speak about the um, the black the um, black brewers association. Um, can I do that? Sure. You want to talk about your experience? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I I actually um, recorded the video of um, of Garrett Oliver um, just talking to talking to everyone and just. Um, it would almost feel like it was a, a whooping, a whooping, but it was also inspirational at the same time to where he was telling us that we need to be that change that we want to see. But he, he said he can't wait to be able to see somebody come up to me and say, uh, or I'm just using me as an example to say, hey, are you Garrett Oliver? And I look nothing like him. You know, can't wait for that day. Um, but until that day comes, you know, we'll just continue to, um, to push forward. Um, just the 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 camaraderie, the the love that was shown, um, just throughout there, just to see that many black people in one place um, enjoying mm -hmm. craft beer, and and this was it was just a monumental um, occasion to have everybody in the in in the in the in the in that in that one room at one time um to be able to share um cinnamon rolls with uh celeste i mean that was like that was so fire man i, I like i'll never forget that you know it, it, to be able to hug jen i mean that was like when i saw her man i mean her and michelle that was that was fire mm -hmm. You know, just to be able to see everyone, um, that's what that's what it was for me. Um, like I said, throughout throughout and um even even to the point to where my last night there, um, I got invited out to dinner by one of the vendors from uh Yakima from Yakima Hops. We went to um to Martin's, um then went out after that. I mean, had a great time. Right. I think I went to bed like at like three or four every night, three or four a.m., something like that. But mm -hmm. yeah, I had a great time. I had a great time. And just to be able to have that fun with my people, man, that feels so because I've, I've, I've looked every black person that passed me. I spoke to their ass. I mean, like, hey, I would weave to the middle and I would speak because that's what it is. I mean, and that's what I do in breweries when I see us. And so to be able to do that, that was that was so fire. And I got so many contacts. I can't wait. I can't wait. I got so many places to go. You know? So and then and then with that being said, um, like I said, I manifested jobs when I went there, but to know to get there and see that there's people that have been watching me along this journey, um, that's even more, you know, that lets me know that I'm doing the right thing. You know, and that's what it is. I wanted to come up here, go to school and be different. You know, I know what it is that I have to do now in the beer industry. And that's what I'm going to do. And just going to craft beer um, uh, conference, I got motivated even more, you know, because I know I know what I have to do, you know. So thank you. Definitely. Thank um, you. For thank you. Yeah, so um, 
I wanted to give opportunity. I see Miss Celeste is uh, with us. And if you, um, Ms. Celeste, if you wanted to share anything as far as your experience for CBC or you being one of the, um, I guess, board, board members of the National Black Association, National Black Brewers Association, um, if you wanted to share any thoughts. Hello. Hello. Hi, good evening, everybody. Great to be here. I got a notice on my phone from Ashley that she was speaking and I don't know when was the last time I was on Clubhouse. So I was like, oh my gosh, Clubhouse. So I just want to apologize for not being more in touch, but also thank you for having me and just really excited coming out of the CBC to see everyone on this call. And I'm really looking forward to doing some really great work uh, through the National Black Brewers Association to get many of the people that I'm reading about as I'm looking through all the names and faces that are planning to open a brewery. That's really what we've got to focus on doing is making sure that we have an opportunity to create the gathering places, to create the change, as you said, to open doors of opportunities in our communities within the craft brewing industry. Uh, my big takeaway um, in terms of my experience at the conference, you know, sometimes day-to-day -day life is really busy. So when the date came up, I was like, oh my gosh, CBC is here. Where is it taking place? How am I going to get there? So finding myself, um, you know, hanging out with Ashley and um, Trey and Angie and um, Anthony from Minneapolis from last year, having a chance to visit a few of the HBCUs and then realizing that, oh, we're talking about you know, D, E, I, and J, and we have four black colleges right here, and none of them that I'm aware of were invited to the table. And that, that just speaks volume. I mean, I didn't organize the CBC. It would have been a little different in that regard, but I think it was a great, great opportunity to have their voices there, but a missed opportunity and not having seen um, the, the, the whole point of, of that history in a place like Nashville. And again, being at CBC last year with George Floyd, Minneapolis, again, to a large extent, the, that opportunity was missed. So that was um, that was a side that, that that definitely stood out to me, being in, a, in in Nashville with those colleges and and all of the history and science and stuff that they are doing related to craft brewing or potentially related to craft brewing. I think in moving forward, there are a lot of issues. Um, I I saw the title of the of the um, conversation for tonight. Um, it's it's interesting times. I, I you know I have a lot of different thoughts about D and I that and J that I wouldn't even have time to voice tonight, as I'm sure many of you do. But I'm just really excited um, on this call at this time to see uh, the breweries in planning. I read about uh, just read a blurb about someone in Prince, Prince George's County looking to open a brewery there. I think. You know, my job and being in this industry for a little bit is to do everything that I can to share the resources that come my way that I hear about to direct that and to share that with anyone who's trying or working on opening up a brewery. So definitely reach out to me. There's a lot of stuff in motion very quickly with the Brewers Association to identify those resources. Great time hanging out with uh Lifting Lucy, being at the House of Lucy, connecting with other women in the craft brewing industry. Uh, I see Robin is on the phone call. Um, congrats to her on her upcoming launch in, um, in the UK, in her hometown of Brixton, um, with her Windrush brand and the messaging and, and the story and the inspiration that she'll be carrying from Brooklyn back home. And I just look forward to, um, to being a resource, to being a, a voice uh, to being a support um, to anyone who um, might need it or directing people in any way that I can. Um, just so reach out um, either through me directly or Ashley and and um, everybody with the House of Lucy. Uh, I just think that was an incredible opportunity. 
uh, as as was pointed out, yes, I could feel the racism. I could feel a lot of that walking around through the hallways where people would literally not look at me. They saw me coming down the hall. Instead of saying hello, their heads went down to the ground, which is a very common thing that I experience a lot here in the South. And I know a lot of us experience that in our community when it comes to, you know, those types of issues. So uh, again, please reach out to me. Any Any resources I can point to anything I can do personally to, to make sure you're, you know, any, any direction you need, any resources, just reach out. Thank you so much. Um, before I let y'all go, I, I did want to, again, also thank, uh, thank Trey and Ashley and Debbie, uh, for lifting Lucy House of Lucy and being a part of the team and having a great space uh, to be able to talk, uh, drink, and fellowship with each other. And so, please, if you are not following uh, IG, um, lifting Lucy on IG, please do yourself a favor and do so. We have a lot of great things going on and the experiences that we had in Nashville that you'll be able to see. Uh, and I, I'll just give that as a teaser. I don't know if, uh, <laughs> if I should share it or not. So uh, please follow, please follow Lifting Lucy and check us out. And that's really all that I had. Just wanted to have that conversation about CBC. Of course, we're um, in June. If you don't have your tickets yet, you can still get your plane ticket, get your travel ticket to go to Atlanta. For Crafted for Ashing, Craftier Con with Jen Price, she's she's here, and that is a great time. If you um, can understand the experience that we had being among everyone at the bottle share and the uh, open ceremony, just times that uh, times a hundred or a thousand being in Atlanta, and then uh, the number just falls off the charts going to Barrel and Flow in August. So. Uh, Allow yourself to, those who went to CBC, allow yourself to regroup. Um, I'm still trying to get over it. I, I just uh, cleaned my clothes. I have not packed, unpacked all the trinkets and things that I got there. So um, we give y'all some church announcements. I know that Hot, hot Topic, Pop Topic, they're having an event in Houston, and it's to save the turtles. That's going on, I believe, this week. Um, Black Beer Delegates, we're having our monthly bottle share hop and sing. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, please stop by. You can always uh, DM me for information and address information. And we will be having uh, the Celebrate Cinco de Mayo or May, where we talk about tequila, we are going to have friends friends with tequila on next week, I do believe, and talk about their experience and how they got started. Um, it's a wonderful story, uh, heartwarming story. Uh, we're brothers that just wanted to love on each other, and they still wanted to um, bond through spirits and they found a, a way to offset that so if there's nothing else uh kendra do you have any words before we sign out no oh no man it seemed like a lot that was going on it sucks to hear uh everything that was going on and hate to hear that you know that the experience was what it was of course last year um um you know it was a pretty good time for me, so hate to hear, you know, everything that went down. But of course, this call and uh, doing this is why we are who we are, and the impacts that we have and the power that we have. We can change the narrative. We just gotta, you know, stick together and make it do what it do. So just keep our heads up and keep moving. So for sure. Anyone else having closing thoughts? And I just want to be sure that um, outside of 
that one particular seminar, I think that I had an I had a, an amazing time for my first experience. Of course, there's always room for growth, uh, personal-wise for me, and setting my expectations correctly. And I think I did, um, but I didn't know what to expect. Expect, and it was overwhelming with so much stuff. So I'm still uh, unpacking and looking at different things that I went to, to um, you know, to see how I can um, use that knowledge to share with people, especially my Pink Book members for my chapter and things. But other than that, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you. Chris is sleeping. I'm sure he want. I know he wants to try, but he probably was too busy today. But again, thank you for coming, for being Black and Craft, where again, our motto is we don't apologize for recognizing our influence on craft beer. This is Angie, the Undeniable Vixen, and I wish y'all good night. Have a great week.